Well, good morning, everybody. Happy Saturday, Haley. Happy Saturday. Happy Saturday, Dan. It's been a big week at my house. Has it been a big week at your house? Oh, yeah. Every big week's week. a big week, right? So much. It's hard, you know, having a baby. Yeah. <laughs> Wallace had some immunizations done, right? The yep, normal he's little got shots. Like the, the hepatitis B, the polio, all those things. You know, they poke them like five times the or something. Against those things, <laughs> <Yes>. right? <laughs> he's not accumulating he diseases like a collector of some sort. Oh my gosh! Oh, you should see all the diseases oh, he's accumulating. Terrible. Uh, no, he's getting. <laughs> shots and i just feel so bad for him i mean it's better than getting the diseases obviously by a fair amount yep. but yeah it's hard to see him get five shots right in a row yeah and then you know they're just lethargic for a couple days afterwards yeah, and they're fussy and they don't yeah feel good they don't and they sleep let you know and, it, and then yeah. your life becomes a little more miserable it was so sad like bath time is kind of wallace's favorite time of the night yeah. he's real into splashing okay <laughs> like we have to put so many towels down before bath time can start because oh, yeah. it's that serious. Like, Oh, yeah. It's a big time. I get it. <laughs> it's wild. But he just sits there in the bath after these shots. Like, he's not. Oh, he's uh, not even have fun It's like, just, like, so time. sad. <laughs> that's how you know he doesn't feel good. Yeah. So that's been Haley's week. Yeah. Lots of fun with that. Mine doesn't even, it, it doesn't even hold a candle up to that. So. Well, Yours has been funny, honestly. Because I, of the it's dog? terrible for you, probably, but yeah, maybe everybody else is dealing with this. My dog Maggie, she's a golden retriever, and she is shedding, <laughs> unlike anything I've ever seen before. You've talked about tumbleweeds rolling through your living room. Yeah, well, I vacuum every <laughs> single day, sometimes twice. And just last night, after the second vacuuming round, the kids joked about the tumbleweeds of fur just rolling through the room. It's like a Ghost town in, yeah, a, in a, a western. western. Oh, it's terrible. If you touch her, it's really extreme. It just falls off. It's horrible. I'm covered with it even now. I don't know how she has hair left, honestly. I don't either. It's just miserable. Eventually, it's going to end. But other than that, I've loved the weather. It's been great. Yes, it's been a good week. All of that's been going good. Now, let's get to the show. We've got a ton of stuff. At the end of the show, we're going to be giving away two more $100 gift certificates. We gave two away last week. Two lucky listeners won. Yep. We're going to give two more away, and we're going to do that all the way through October. So keep tuning so keep in. keep listening. If you've got projects, this is going to save you some money, and we'll tell you how you can enter and win, and you'll know today if you're a winner. Yes. So that's all coming up at the end. We'll also be in the studio with Brian and Amber Yassi from Creations by Brian. They're painting contractors out of the Muskegon area, and so much more. Yeah. They've got a great story. They're very involved in the community. They're yeah. So we'll just have a sit-down conversation with them. Yeah, good people. As opposed to a stand-up stand conversation. <laughs> I don't know really what that means. Anyway, let's move on to what we want to talk about right now. Uh, fall is here, and we get the great weather, but we yeah. know winter's looming. Mm-hmm. And because of this big seasonal change, there's all kinds of maintenance projects that we should, as yes. homeowners, be doing, be tackling, right, to get our houses ready for winter. And... It all sounds well and good, and home improvement shows and blogs and all of that around the world. Oh, yeah. They love giving you love. lists of things to do this time of year. Exactly. But yet, when you compile all the things that you really should do, and Haley and I, we compile these lists based on not just what the blogs are saying, but really mm-hmm. what we think should be tackled at our homes. Yeah, The absolutely. reasonable things that be, should be tackled, even the list of reasonable things that should be tackled 
is really overwhelming. Completely. We've got this huge to-do list and you look at it and you think, no wonder I never get to any of this because it's staggering. How, how do you even start? Yeah. So we're going to talk about some of these projects that you should tackle and we're going to actually talk about them over the course of about five weeks or so because we yes. wanted to break them up. And so that it's not so overwhelming. Right. And right now, before we get into the first list of to-dos, the things that we're going to set you off to do for this upcoming week, mm-hmm. let's just talk about how you handle a big list of to-dos in the first place. You know, it may not be just the fall projects. This could be any great big list of... Right. Your daily chores, your weekly chores, any home projects. If it's overwhelming you, let's just go through some ways to really pare that down and make it something that you can chew through and accomplish. Yeah. And if you've got a great big list of to-dos, one of the first things you can do to simplify things is to make more lists, right? <laughs> yeah. Make it into smaller lists. Keep multiple lists. Exactly. Because if you look at a list of three things, that feels manageable. You don't feel overwhelmed. You don't feel stuck or frozen. You don't feel defeated before you even start. Right. That's something that I know I can get done. Yep. So if you just take a few things off your big master list at a time, And focus on those three things that you know you can get done that's way more manageable. Right. So we have done that with all of these fall projects. We've broken them into multiple lists. We'll talk about them over the course of multiple weeks, like I said. But each list is digestible. It's something that you can do. You don't have to look at the other ones yet. Just do these. And if you do these right now... Yep. You'll be ready for the next list when it comes. It's exactly. A great way so to if break you it keep down. tuning in, you know, for the next five weeks, by the end of that, you your should home. be able to have all these projects done. Oh, yeah. Your home's going to be ready. Locked down tight. Yep. Ready for winter. All right. That's the first tip. Second tip. Don't save all your work for the weekend. Again, whatever right. lists we're talking about, whatever work you're doing, some of the tendency that a lot of us have is to, okay, that's my weekend project. Right. And that can be so depressing because we all work normal jobs, a lot of us, most of us. And when we get to the weekend, the last thing we really want is the abnormal job that we've got to do, all the extra stuff around the house. Right, exactly. Don't save your projects all for the weekend. Tackle it during the week. There's lots of little things that you can do during the week that will free up your weekend a little bit or minimize that list by the time you get to it. Exactly. You know, break up some of those bigger projects into small tasks that you can accomplish during the week. You know, if you've got to schedule something or if you need to purchase you know, items for the project that you're going to do on the weekend, get that done during the week so that you've got a little bit less to do on the weekend. Yep. And right along those lines, a nice connector to that is to, number three, set a timer and see how much you can accomplish. Yeah. You know, when I go home at night, I really don't want to tackle even small projects. No, I get Because that. I don't know how long they're going to last. Yeah. But then I stumbled onto this thing probably about five, six, seven, I don't even know how many years ago. And it really worked for me. I set a timer for like 15 minutes because the food, you know, dinner wasn't quite ready. It's sure. 20 minutes away. And I thought, I can set a timer for 15 minutes. And when that timer goes off, I quit. But yeah. I'm going to do as much of this, I'm going to clean as much of the workbench as I can in 15 minutes. Now, the project alone, if I sat down to do it, it was going to take me three hours to go sure. through everything on that workbench. And it was overwhelming. I didn't want to do it. Exactly. But then I set the timer and I thought, 15 minutes, how far can I get? And not only did I know I had a deadline, which made me okay with starting the project. Exactly. It doesn't feel giant anymore. It didn't feel huge. But also, it became really fun because I wanted to see how far I could get. Yes, I'm very competitive. Yeah. And I would race. I would just fly. And I found that I was able to do like an hour and a half's worth of work (laughs) on that That's amazing. Over the course of just a few nights. Yeah. Because I broke it up and I had fun doing it and I saw progress Everything was great. So set a timer. Come home. You've got 15 minutes. 
tackle a few of the things on your weekend list or the list that needs to be accomplished by the weekend. Right. Tick off some of those things. You'll minimize the list. You'll see progress. You'll feel you'll momentum growing. You'll be able to cross things off, too. Being able to cross things off your list during the week feels so good. Like, you really do get a dopamine hit from those things. They, a like, dopamine hit? Yeah. Like, oh. all the feel-good hormones in your brain are like, yeah, let's keep doing this. We want to keep crossing things off. I make up fake lists just so I can cross <laughs> items off. I've actually, yeah. Dopamine rushes. I, you in put, fact, like, shower on your list? No, no, I don't really do that. But what I do do that's ridiculous is I will do something at work because this is how I do my work day. I make a mm-hmm. list of everything that needs to be done today. Yeah. And then as I cross these little things off, it really does work. Yeah. But maybe I'll do something that wasn't on my list. I better write, write that down. on my list and then cross it off. Sometimes I wait just a couple of seconds so I don't just write it and cross it off right away. But it does feel good to That's see hilarious. these things getting crossed off. So set a timer. See how much you can accomplish. Last little one that we've got just for working through big lists would be to break big projects into multiple tasks. Yeah. you know, so what does that really mean, Something Haley? like we're going to talk about washing windows, Yay. which... <laughs> Everybody no one loves. wants to do. You know, that's a lot of that's a lot of work and it's a big project and it's a lot of time on your weekend potentially. And so a lot of us probably just put it off. We're not even going to start or we're not even going to touch it because we're it's too overwhelming. That's too much. It's too big. So if you start just breaking that project down. So you wouldn't write wash windows on your list. Right. You I would write take the screens out of the windows. Get supplies ready. Cross those things off. Wash the windows on the front of the house. Cross that off. Wash the windows on the side of the house. Cross that off. Repair the broken going. windows that I broke when I was trying to wash the windows in a speedy manner and was careless. That would be another thing that you'd put on the list, right? Should that happen? Should that happen? Should that happen? <laughs> that's how you would do it. And I think that makes so much sense because like, gathering the supplies. Mm-hmm. I've got 10 minutes. You know, the fries are in the oven. They're, they're going to be out in about 10 minutes. But I could quick go... Double check all the supplies I've got, get everything in a bucket, set it aside, ready to go. Exactly. And now I can cross that part off the list. And now my list for the weekend is so much smaller, just a touch smaller. And And you've already started. So when the weekend comes, it's not going to feel like this huge task anymore. Sounds silly. It's like playing mind games with yourself. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) But it really does work. This is all the ways to trick yourself. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. We're going to put all of that in the show notes. You can check it out. We're going to take a break right now. And when we come back, we're going to dish out your very first week of fall prep, the little jobs that you should do by the end of, by the time we're talking again next week. So all of that's coming. Stay tuned. And we're back. You're listening to the Reptilite Home Improvement Show, sponsored by Benjamin Moore. And it's time for the list. Last segment we talked <laughs> that about so official. <laughs> it is. It's the list. The it's list. The week one list. Yes. Last segment we talked about all the fall projects, all the things that pile up. Mm-hmm. And when you look at everything you should do as a homeowner, you just want to laugh, throw that list out the window, and then just burn the house down <laughs> because it's just ridiculous. Yeah, you just want to quit. Nobody can do these things. So we decided, as a public service, we were going to break them down into. You know, Bite smaller size. lists. Yes, exactly. Bite-sized lists. Things that you can really accomplish every single week as you tune back in and for the better. next five weeks. Right. Five weeks. Five weeks. Right. Five weeks of this. Every week we'll give you a list of things to do. And if you've done these things by the next week, oh man, you are going to be just so clicking along. Yeah. So let's get to the first week's worth of stuff. And it's kind of the, an easy week. Yeah, it is. Well, kind of. And then there's a really bad project. 
But don't worry, we can make that bad project better. <laughs> Let's start with the easy stuff. First thing, I mean, all, all you're going to need is your phone dialing finger <laughs> and maybe a phone book or the internet. Probably the internet. Probably I don't think the anybody internet. has a phone book anymore. You want to get on the calendar. Yes. There are so many time. seasonal service providers whose calendars fill up almost instantly, you know, as we hit certain certain parts of the year. And you want to be one of those people that's got a, a, spo- a slot reserved. So if you've got in-ground sprinkling, for example, and you need that winterized, Now's you better time. get that going. I always forget about this. And every year I call late, on, late in October. Mm-hmm. They laugh. Put me sometime near the end of November yep. is when they can finally get there now. Freaks out for most of November. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to get a freeze. I'm yeah. going to you know, wreck my pump or something like that. Don't be me. Call ahead. Get on the calendar right now, this week. What about planning for leaf removal? Yeah, I mean, if you're going to either get compost bins or you need a leaf dumpster like me, you know, the city of Wyoming provides a leaf dumpster if you've got a ton of leaves to get rid of. And it schedules up pretty fast. I mean, this thing's booked almost solid already. You know, I was just able to get on it. So if you haven't done that yet and you need to, now's the time. Yeah, to there's do like it. four slots left. It's be a bloodbath. <laughs> yep. Get on the phone fast. <laughs> Dial like the wind. Dial like the wind. Um, if you're not going to need that, you might you might not even know if you need that or not. If you're in, in a house for the first fall, you know, this right. is your first fall in a house. You probably don't know what you need to do. Figure for out what you need to do for your leaves. Yeah. Ask your neighbors. It's not something that you normally just have a conversation about. No, and I know true. when all of a sudden I had to deal with my leaves, I realized I don't know what I'm going to do with them. <laughs> I, I'm in town. I can't burn them like mom and dad used to do all those years ago. Fortunately for me, I could put them on the road. You thought, Haley, last that year I that could. you'd be able to put them on the road, and it turned yeah. out you couldn't. Had to bag them all up, and that's a lot of leaves to bag. Do the asking right now while there's time to make a plan to deal with whatever the answers are. So think about that. How about scheduling a furnace tune-up? You know, this is something that if you look on websites and, you know, just ask around, what should I do for getting ready oh, for yeah. the winter? It's at the top of every list. Oh, yeah, it's everywhere. But to me, it always feels gimmicky. It always feels like maybe I'm just paying somebody to make a sales call and tell me all the things <laughs> I need. Is it worth well, it? Well, it turns out you need a new one, Dan. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's what I'm always afraid yeah. of. And so I did a little bit of digging and... Furnace manufacturers, not people putting them in, sure. but the manufacturer themselves, recommends that every year furnaces get cleaned out. Dust okay. and dirt is the biggest enemy of your furnace, believe it or not. No, that makes sense. And so maintaining that and keeping it clean is a big deal. And they recommend certain things that really most homeowners can't do. Removing the blower, getting that all cleaned out. So if you're hiring somebody to come in and do a furnace tune-up and that's what it involves, it's probably worth it. We don't have time to dig into all of that right now, so we're actually going to be in the studio next week yep. with texts from service professor, and we're going to run them through the ringer. We've yeah. got a million questions. Have them prove that this is really worth it. And yeah, I've had some exchanges with them, and after hearing all the things they'll do, I really think this is probably a pretty good service, but we'll get more information to you next week. How about tree maintenance? That's another one that you might want to schedule right now. Right, exactly. There are some trees, like oak trees, that can only be pruned or cut down during winter months. So now is the time to get on that schedule for the year. All right. Those are the easy things. All you're using is your dialing finger and your smartphone.
Now let's talk about a bigger project that you can do. And these are some things that you can tackle while you can still open windows. You know, So yep. we still got some nice weather. Let's take advantage of that and be smart. And Haley's first big project is everybody's favorite task, <laughs> cleaning windows. Yeah. I don't want to do it either. You know, It's not like I enjoy telling people this, Dan. <laughs> I, seems a little sadistic, but... But it's it's a real thing that you should be doing. You know, you've got to wash away all that pollen and dust from spring and summer. And it's a really good opportunity to make sure that they seal well before that cold starts setting in and you find out you've got a draft here or, mm-hmm. you know. No, that makes sense. You want to be able to see the whiteout very <laughs> clearly. You don't want to have dust blocking your view of the whiteout out there. I know cleaning windows sounds really bad, but I've got, I think, the absolute silver bullet here. This is gold. If you hear nothing else today... You're going to want to make notes about this. Uh, Haley's predecessor and I, Betsy, Mm -hmm. years back, tested a bunch of window cleaning solutions. Yeah, all the best ones from the internet, right? Right. We took them all. We tried all the different chemicals, and we found a great system. Now, what we did to clean the windows very fast, all we had to do was remove the screens. Mm -hmm. Then we sprayed the window to get it wet and rinsed debris away. So use the garden hose for that. Then we washed the window with the washer solution that we came up with and a little sponge. And then we rinsed it. With a garden hose, and then just that was it. Then you walked away. No drying it, no, none of that. Just okay. walk away, let it dry, and the results were great. And what is this magic solution? The solution, Dan? I'm gonna put it in the show notes. You can check it out, but it's a half a gallon of warm water, okay. a tablespoon of jet dry, okay, and two to three tablespoons of dawn. It cleaned really well, there wasn't too much sudsing. The water sheeted really well, which was important as we're rinsing it, it's just sheeting away. And so there were minimal water marks when it was left to dry. We were completely blown away by the results. And you said you were done in 30 minutes. We did the whole house, my whole house, all the windows and the screens. Okay, so maybe not such minutes. a terrible project. No, I mean, 30 be... minutes is nothing. No, it's not perfect, but it is so close to perfect, and it's we're heading into winter. Yeah. This is the way to get your windows cleaned. I'll put that in the show notes. How about cleaning carpets? That's another one we can mention fast here. Yeah, you know, it's a good time to do it as our... Big, humid days are behind us, most likely. Hopefully, we can open up those windows, help that carpet dry out a lot faster. Right. So call about those things. Get those things moving. Of course, do some interior painting. And if you're going to do some interior painting, you might as well save some money. I mean, you might as well. Might as well. To help you with that, we're going to give away two $100 gift certificates at the end of the show. Not right now. A bunch of people were thinking, oh, boy, we're not going to have to listen to the second half. He's going to give us the info now. No. We got you on the hook now. Yeah, you still have to listen to the second half, and you're not going to want to miss it. It's great stuff. But at the end of that, at the end of the show, we'll tell you how you could be one of the two lucky winners. All right. It's time to take a break right now. The East Side listeners, you're going to get a Repcolite Rewind. West Side listeners, you're going to get news and weather. Then when we all get back together, we'll be in the studio with Brian and Amber Yassi from Creations by Brian talking about painting and, oh my goodness, all so kinds of much cool more. stuff. That's all just ahead. Stick around. back. You're listening to the Repco Light Home Improvement Show, sponsored by Benjamin Moore. And Haley and I are in the studio with Brian and Amber Yowsi. Exactly. Yowsi. Not yes. Yahtzee. <laughs> not Yowsi. Yassi? Yes. All yes. right. I got that right. Yeah. Um, you said you've been called Yahtzee before, right? Oh, yes. Like the game? For years, yes. Yeah? Really? <laughs> Absolutely. Very well, fun. it makes it easy to remember. Absolutely. You guys are painters out of the Muskegon area. Yep. Right. And the company is Creations by Brian. Mm -hmm. And we're going to talk about a whole bunch of stuff. You guys have a lot going on. 
and just some a really interesting story, story. behind yeah. the business. But as we're getting ready to go on air, Amber, you're talking about how you think you sound like a chipmunk on the radio. I do. And you've been on the radio before? Tell I me have. about that. Well, we did a home show in Green Haven and they wanted to they had a live event and so they wanted all the booth presenters to sure. speak at the event. And when you can hear yourself speak, it's, very it's weird. Yes. <laughs> and I'm, I mean, I'm 49 years old this month and I sound like I'm 12 and I know it. Well, I, I, oh my, my voice cracks like I'm 12 or eight. That's true. Yeah. I mean, you I, guys have that in common. I talk a million miles an hour. I've had people compare me to a chipmunk, not the sound, but the speed. Yeah, that so too. We're a perfect team there. There you go. I like it. All you right. guys should have your own radio show. Yeah, Haley, you're going to have to hit the road. <laughs> Chipmunk and I, you know, maybe that would be a podcast. We could do a podcast. Yeah. There you go. I like it. I like it. I. Anyway, let's start this whole conversation with how you ended up in the painting business in the first place. Where did this all start? Because it goes back a ways. It does go back like a ways. Like right? Yeah. So my dad, I just graduated from high school and my dad was retiring from the military after 30 years. Wow. And... I was working odd jobs, and my dad wasn't doing anything. And Just lounging around, yeah. sitting on the couch? And so I came home one day, and I said, hey, what are you doing? And he said, nothing. I said, <laughs> let's do something. <laughs> and that's how it spawned. So wh- now where were Who came you? up with painting, though? Well, it started out as pressure washing. So we, I literally went through the phone book. To see what services oh we could do. Okay. Can't <laughs> like this it. one. Clients <laughs> repair? Dad? Anything? Yeah, nope, nothing. Yeah. We, <laughs> might as well. Hey, let's, there's not a lot of pressure washers. Let's do that. And so that's how it started. All right. Now, where were you guys when this all started? Northern Virginia. Northern Virginia. Yeah. All right. So but what done. I like to say is it, that's decades. That's over three decades <laughs> ago. So he's old. He's old. I'm old. <laughs> is that what you're trying to say? Yeah. <laughs> I sound like a chipmunk. Well, and he's when you old. say I'm old, that just makes you old too. Yeah, there's that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you start with the pressure washing, and did you even have a pressure washer at the time? No, we didn't okay. have nothing. So you just figured I can trigger yeah. this gun and might make this happen. We, yeah, we actually went and uh, <laughs> we found somebody that was selling a used unit in a van. It was all enclosed. Oh my goodness. <laughs> and a guy in a van by the river with a power wash. Yeah. Seemed like a good deal. Yeah, and uh, we ended up purchasing that and uh, I think it was back then it was like 8,000 for like two washers. It was a big truck mounted machine. Wow. Oh. Yeah, wow. it was a big hot water truck mounted machine. All right. And a big um, uh, 3500 van. Okay. And then, and so we just started that, learning how to do it. And well, what happened from there? Because how, how long before you advanced into painting? Maybe a year or so. Okay. So pretty quickly. Yeah, it was pretty quick. We found out the first year we were doing a lot of wash, house washing for painters. Mm-hmm. And so we said, Put we, two and two together. we can do that. <laughs> <laughs> Why didn't we think of this yeah. one? <laughs> yeah. So then uh, we got my older brother involved and he, uh, he came on because he was doing construction and stuff. So he came on and then we just, we just started growing it from there, and then everything that we wanted to do, we just said, "Ah, we could probably do that." All right. So all right. I like the confidence. <laughs> yeah. There had to be, like, wow, I don't think we could do that. I mean, no, there's, the moments, there's oh, you, there, you no. figured everything out that you needed to figure out. Yeah. So like we we got in with new home construction down there at one point in time, and I don't know if you ever heard of Pulte Homes. It's a big production home, so okay. you're doing. Okay. 
you know, neighborhoods and developments and thousands, stuff like that. Yeah. So where you're ordering just thousands of gallons of paint all right. and you're spraying all day long. All day long. Yeah. With, so that's, that's you, just your like dad. production at that point. Yeah, that's even, just production. Yeah. So and just the three of you. Well, no, we expand the crew. We expanded that. So by the time that we, that I left there in 2003, on our website, it says 2002, but yes. I'm wrong on the website. <laughs> <laughs> There's that. Yeah. So when we left there, we had, I believe we had uh, 25 painters, a few carpenters, wow. and some drywallers. Wow. All right. And your dad was still on the crew? Or yeah. He, well, he was just kind of overseeing stuff. Overseeing stuff. Yeah. He was in the military for 32 years yeah. or something like that, right? Yeah, 30 years. 30 years. What's that like, uh, taking that quick step back? Your dad's yeah. in the military. I mean- yeah. Did he run a tight ship at home? Yeah, he tried he... to. Yeah. Okay. okay. <laughs> three Were boys? you moving a lot? Was it that yeah, kind of so situation? We moved every two to three years until we got to the D.C. area, and then he was able to just transfer his um, stuff right there for the, since we since I got in high school. Oh, so I took okay. my whole high school career there. And then he got orders to go to Hawaii. Hmm. Oh. And so, well, that sounds terrible. I know it does, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. But he looked at it as two ways. I have, like, I couldn't go because I was already 18, and my older brother, it was 20, that was 20, couldn't go. Mm-hmm. And so he was like, I can't leave the States 7,000 miles away. Sure. And just leave my, my right. two sons. Yeah. So he opted to retire. All right. All right. Well, and good then for him. Went to the couch, and then you dragged yeah. him off the couch. Yeah. Made him a power washer, <laughs> and then from there. <laughs> The the mogul of a painting empire, right? Yeah, for the most part. And then once once I left, they actually transitioned over into um, remodeling. All right. So All right. they would do stuff like raise houses and put basements under. Oh, wow. so like yeah. crazy stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Three right. season so rooms. It's it's that thought process of we could do that. <laughs> so you're in <laughs> like Virginia, that. and then you moved to Michigan. Mm-hmm. What made you make that move? She's from here. Okay. I was born and raised in West Michigan. I went to school in Pittsburgh, and I got a job at Dulles Airport. And from there, I met Brian. I've actually lived with him from the day that I met him because oh he my was goodness. my roommate. You actually said that on air. I did. <laughs> I now love it. Now our kids will know. I love it. <laughs> my roommate was renting a room, and so he moved into one of the rooms. And so then we started dating, and then we got married, and we... We had two kids, and I was from here, so I wanted to come back here Yeah. after September 11th and all of that stuff. So I wanted to come back here, and we came back here, and he wanted to get licensed and start his own painting company, so that's what we did. Yeah, so... And that's where Creations by Brian comes about. Yeah, so back when I started, you actually had to be a licensed painter back in 2003. Mm Mm-hmm. And I think in 2015, they changed that to where you don't have to be a licensed painter. But we just, we keep that up. Um, I'm actually a licensed builder, so I can do that. (laughs) (laughs) I think that's awesome. It really is. But we don't practice a lot of that stuff. So like... We don't have to practice when you're as good as you are. (laughs) Just do it. Just do it. So, but we get on a lot of exteriors where there's a lot of wood rot. And so we're having to replace a lot of stuff. So that right. all comes in handy. Yeah, so talking sure. about your paint business, what kind of things you, you mentioned, exterior work, not everybody does that. Some want to just focus inside. 
do yeah. you guys cover? You know, we do exterior interior painting mainly. That's our main source, and then trim replacement, and then trim installation is a little bit of it for interior painting or for interiors. Um, we don't do a lot of new construction. Okay, and we do not do a lot of commercial or industrial. Okay. Not doing commercial, yeah. but full exteriors. So and this stuff is like full that. exteriors. Um, it really doesn't matter the heights of them. I mean, I guess that doesn't bother you at all. No. Oh man. No. So I actually I want to purchase the sixty foot ladder. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we've only My heart had to, just dropped a little. <laughs> we've only had to use it one time, so we, we rented it that time. But we do have. But it was a, so much fun being up there. Mm-hmm. Oh, he takes pictures. Yeah. Really, that doesn't phase you at all. No. Okay. Yeah. I, so we have a forty-eight foot ladder that ladder. we did purchase, and that's that's nice. That's it's actually it's a lot sturdier than the regular ladders. Right. So, but once you go up there, you take your lunch with you. You're not coming down, <laughs> no. is the point. <laughs> I'd send my lunch down, is what I would do, if you get what I, I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, just want to make sure that was a good joke. I want to make sure everybody caught that. We're in the studio with Brian and Amber Yassi. 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 Oh, still can't do it. From Creations by Brian, you guys work in the Muskegon area. Mm-hmm. Cover yep. how much of West Michigan? We go from basically Stony Lake down to West Olive out to like Nunica area. All right, all right, all right. How big is the crew? Uh, right now we have six guys on the that's in the field plus me that is doing estimates and in the field part time, and then Amber in the office full time. All right. Well, that's the painting stuff. Now there's a lot more that you guys get involved with, and I want to jump into that, but I think we're going to take a break right now and then catch that on the other side. Are you willing to wait with us? Absolutely. All right, we'll be back in just a minute with Brian and Amber from Creations by Brian. Stay tuned. And we're back. You're listening to the Repco Light Home Improvement Show, sponsored by Benjamin Moore, and we are in the studio. Haley and I are with Brian and Amber Yassi. 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 One of these days you'll get it. My goodness. (laughs) You want to change it? It's like you want to mess it up. (laughs) Yassi sounds good. It sounds good. Yassi. Brian and Amber Yassi from Creations by Brian. You guys work in the Muskegon area. I've met you a few times at some of our events, and I connected with you over some like community stuff you were doing. You were donating some services to a particular project. We threw some paint at it, and that was all really cool. And we covered you know, where the business came from and how you got started, the long journey from Northern Virginia, right, to Michigan, all of the drama, the ups, the downs, the tears, the joys, covered all (laughs) of that in the last segment. Now let's talk about something that's like super important to you guys. It's all over your website. It's stuff that you do. It's a big part of your life. And there's a lot of it I could go into, but let's start with the foster care. I asked Amber if that was something, are you willing to talk about that on air? And oh, yeah. She yeah, got you almost very excited. jumped out of your chair. <laughs> yes. so, you know, let's get beyond the paint. Let's talk about some important stuff to you guys. Well, um, we actually got involved with Kids Belong because we got licensed in foster care. So what is Kids Belong, first off? Kids Belong is a nonprofit that helps support and provide resources for foster, adoptive, and kinship families. And we host family events, date nights. Um, 
We have a clothing closet, one in Grand Haven, one in Muskegon. We have a couple of churches that host our events for the foster care adoption community. And we do support group. We do lunches. Um, we do. Wow. We have people where they're connected with respite, which respite is basically watching um, a foster child or adopted child for the night. So that way the licensed provider, the parent sure. can have a break. And it's, it's really something that has been in desperate need because we have a lot of broken placements and that broken placements is saying, hey, we're struggling. We can't handle this foster care case, this child and their needs or their adoption and they're breaking that placement. And we don't want those placements right. to break because that is not healthy for the children to have no, those. So much instability. So much instability and yeah. trauma. And yeah. so we want to help reduce the breakage of placements. And we want to make those foster parents strengthen in mm -hmm. community. And we do that by the services that we do, the events that we do. And... Um, we did foster care for three years, and it was it was very isolating, not intentional. Our family loved on us. Our church loved on us. But you just feel so alone because you're dealing with things that a typical household, when you're Doesn't. parenting your kids, you're just not dealing with. Right. And what so- What made you get into that in the first place? Foster care? Yeah. I had, it was just a leading, a leading that we took. God guiding us on what guided. we're supposed to do and um, not talking about it, but putting action behind it. Cool. And um, we had two boys for three years and um, they had a siblings in another family. And so that family adopted all of them and their siblings. And once they left for their adopted family, we're just like, OK, this was hard. We need to recoup. Mm -hmm. um, and I was not done. Like my heart wasn't done. Sure. And I was invited to serve on the board of Kids Belong. And so now I'm an advocate and I, you know, I solicit donations and of either clothes or products or money in order to help feed this organization that right. then blesses and encourages supports. and supports yeah. the foster community. So it's, it's a big machine and it's getting bigger because <laughs> I'm super excited to say, um, kids that age out of the foster care community mm -hmm. and being, um, being in that label, they really struggle. They're behind um, sometimes emotionally, sometimes academically, and they just need more help. But once you turn 18, you're no longer in foster care. We are building houses and it's called First Place. Wow. And it's called Kids Belong First Place. And we're building houses for these kids to move into and where they'll get a mentor, they'll get support, they'll get encouragement, they'll get help fill, filling out applications, applying yeah, for loans. What a big life transition. I mean, I can't imagine 18 just, okay, you're on your own now. Mm -hmm. Correct. It's it's huge. And they don't have the family support to help guide them or just inform them of things right, and it, right. so it's a really it's then a lonely road for them but there's no adult figure in their life to do it and mm, about four weeks ago we broke ground on our first duplex well congratulations oh, wow. yeah it's it's pretty exciting we're um the goal is to build eight houses um over the next 18 months i believe but it's off of marquette over by muskegon community college sure. and it's it's gonna be awesome we're excited 
We're excited about really what we're exciting. doing and who we're helping. So what other thing? I mean, you said you solicit, you know, help, donations, all of that kind of stuff. Where can, if our listeners right now are thinking, How boy, maybe I there is something yeah. I could do to help with that. Is there a place that they can go online to start investigating? Oh, my gosh. Yes. Thank you. Um, kidsbelong.org. It tells you a little bit more about our organization and what we're doing and who who is involved in that. We're not. We're not splitting hairs. If you are caring for your grandkids because your kids can't take care of them and they're in that kinship placement, we want to help you. And so foster, adopt, kinship, whatever, it's um, kidsbelong.org. And for that house that we're building, that is called First Place. But it's all on our website. You can find out more. And we're doing really big things and we're making an impact that is going to change these kids' lives. And it's, it's pretty awesome to be part of something so huge and the ripple effect of what it can do. Absolutely. It's very cool to talk about all of that. You know, we see you guys in the store, you know, as painting contractors and all the painting contractors that we know, they have secret lives. They have other <laughs> lives, you know, secret in a good way. You know, <laughs> there's all kinds of stuff going on and you just, we don't always catch all of that. We don't right. realize that. I had no idea that you were going to go into all of that. I had no idea that that's, I knew you do a bit of that. I had no idea how in-depth it was yeah. and how incredibly powerful it is for all these people in need. Oh, well, gosh, yes. You just got to imagine, like, for this with the foster care, you know, these kids are just ripped out of their house. They're mm-hmm. not taken away. They're ripped out. Yeah. And so now they actually have nothing. They have no support. And so when you have something like this, you know, when you do anything in life, it's always easier to do it with some type of support. And not only for the kids, but also for the families that are taking the kids in. Right. Well, like right. they you know? say with any you know, so, family, it takes a village, right? Yeah. It and does. so this is doing life together. Wow. Absolutely. So cool. Kidsbelong.org. Yes. All right. We'll put links to that in the show notes. Getting back to your painting business, we've got 45 seconds left or so. I know you guys, you, you said before we went on air that you were pretty busy for the next six to eight weeks. Yes. Something like that. But if anybody out there wants to get in touch with you, you know, ask about projects, get on the schedule for down the road. How's the best way for them to reach out? By calling me, uh, 231-557-8599. And I'm full-time in the office. And so you'll get to talk to me. All right. And your calls will be returned if she doesn't answer. Right. (laughs) All right. Perfect. I will put that number in the show notes and also creationsbybrian.com. That's your website, right? Yes. Brian and Amber. Really, I can't believe all yeah. the things you guys are doing. Thanks so much for taking thank time you. to be with us today. Thanks for having us. Yeah, thank it's you. It's been a pleasure. This was fun. And I really should take a second here and say that if you're looking for a painting contractor, and maybe Brian and Amber can't get there quick enough because they're a little busy right now, or maybe they don't cover the area where you live, if you'd still like to find some names so you can get some quotes, a really easy way to do that is to head to repcolite.com, R-E-P-C-O-L-I-T-E.com, and right on the homepage, there's a Find a Contractor tab. Just click that, fill out the form, hit Submit. We get that form, look it over, and then we'll get back to you with three or four names of contractors in your area who do the work that you need done. So check out the Find a Contractor form at repcolite.com. All right, Haley, we've got a little bit of time left. What do you think? Should we give away some paint a minute? We should. All right, we're going to give away two $100 gift certificates to two people who email us at radio at repcolite.com. So email right now, radio at repcolite.com. We'll take the 7th and the 12th person who emails. So radio at repcolite.com. We'll let you know today if you won. 
And that's all the time we got. We're going to wrap it up. If you want to find this one again, you can find it online at RepcoLite.com. Whatever you do today, make sure paint's a part of it. The RepcoLite stores are all open, waiting to help. I'm Dan Hansen. I'm Haley Johnson. Thanks for listening. 